This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hi, you're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we're going to dive right into basketball because we're in playoff season for the NBA and the NHL, but we're going to start with the NBA because of course we are knowing us. Yes. Um, so I don't know how you feel about it, but the Warriors are obviously done. Their season is over. What are your thoughts? Are you sad? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm like sad. I am happy that the Warriors like had their time to be really good. It kind of like, in the back of my soul, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. They don't need to be, like, the best team every season. And, like, it's good that they have these, like, down years of, like, not being super great. And I'm hoping, like, after LeBron retires in a couple of years, the Warriors have, like, another really great season. That's assuming that Steph stays with them. Like, I'd like to see him get, like, one more ring with the Warriors and then, like, retire and support his wife's career. So it's sad, but I'll be more sad when the Nuggets when we see how their series shakes out, if it's not a good result, I'll be more sad about the Nuggets than the Warriors. I don't know. Um, The Blazers are just a bad matchup for them right now, unfortunately. Well, right now specifically. uh, In general, I would say they are as well, but obviously without having Jamal Murray and then just the kind of lack of depth right now, but... Uh, yeah, but it's, it's possible. It's definitely possible. I mean, they, the, the first game was very close and Michael Porter Jr. Missed a lot of shots and just in general, I don't feel like the Nuggets played incredibly well. Yeah. Jokic didn't have very many assists, um, kind of a defensive thing there, obviously, but they were still in it until basically the end. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic, I guess. I love it. I I think it's appropriate to be cautiously optimistic, especially considering the injuries where it's like, ah, there's not like, you're not working with everyone. So it'd be great to see them win it. It'd be great to see them move to the next round, but with the understanding that they're not in their best shape right now. Yeah. And, you know, after that, Gonzaga Baylor game I I've been a lot less uh bold in my feelings about who's gonna win things I guess (laughs) like it took me down a notch a little bit but we'll see we'll see how it shakes out hopeful I like you gotta you have to keep the hope and it, it makes it fun it gives you like a reason to watch and be invested like having that hope so I respect it I have it and I well, if I were to make an early prediction, I don't know if I would have the Nuggets in there. If they made it, oh my goodness, 
there nobody within like a hundred feet of me would ever hear the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are you thinking about the Grizzlies game against the Jazz? That surprised me. I definitely didn't think the Grizzlies would come out and win the first game. Kind of pleasantly surprised, I guess. Yeah. Really fun game to watch. Very exciting. So that's always good as as someone who likes sports, obviously. Yeah. And, like, the Jazz were doing pretty – I mean, they were number one in the West. Yeah, they're they're very solid. That's that's not a bad look for the Grizzlies. We'll see if it's kind of a – if they can maintain the momentum – or if it's just like they had a really good game and then the Jazz are like, no, we were just kidding. We're we're here. We're ready. Yeah. Lots of close games this weekend. The Lakers-Suns game was pretty close. Um, the Wizards-76ers also at points. Um, yeah. The Hawks and Knicks game. I mean, really, I feel like yeah. most of the games this weekend were, were really good to watch. Keen Bucks in overtime. So... A lot of them within 10 points, so... Yeah, no no big blowouts. No, really. and that's really fun. That, like, it'll be a good round of playoffs because no... As of right now, there's not, like, a super dominant team that's, like, you know, coming out here and making the other team look bad where you're like, oh, they're just going to go all the way. Like, it's good to see that competition. It makes it, like, more fun to watch. Yeah, just based on how that first set when I would be kind of surprised if if anyone got swept yeah you know maybe you see a 4-1 but it it kind of seems like we won't have a sweep we'll see I hope not I don't really like watching sweeps unless it's you know your team (laughs) (laughs) I mean yeah I agree with that you don't want to have the stress of your team maybe losing a game but in general, it's watching sweeps. Is, I, I, I'm sure there are fans, and we have friends who are like, no, people only want to watch a team win or a person win. But, like, I feel like outside of some specific people we know, um, like, people just want to see, like, a good matchup, and they're, they don't want to see a blowout. They don't want to see a team get swept. Like, they want to see a good competition, especially when it comes to playoffs, because it's like it should be challenging to get to the final. Yeah, definitely. No one, no one likes a blowout. I shouldn't say no one, but most people don't like blowouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The only people who like blowouts are like Alabama fans, and I'm trying to think of a basketball school that blows out teams. Or maybe if you're a betting person, you like blowouts. I don't know. Ah, no, because I, I don't know. If you're a betting person, like, I don't know how the over-under works, but <laughs> you would think that they want, like, they want to have, like, different options for the making their bets, right? Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about that, so I shouldn't even speak on it, but. <laughs> we should get someone who does betting. We should do an episode on betting and have them explain these things to the people. Yeah. Specifically us. Yeah. <laughs> What's your too early prediction of the finals? Oh, I don't know, honestly. Okay. I, okay. I feel very much like I have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe the Nets. Okay. I don't know. What are you thinking? I'm thinking the Bucks are going to go. Okay. 
to the finals this year. I think that the Bucks will go. And mm, the West? I don't know. I, I Yeah, it's hard. I'm like, do I trust the Jazz to make it there or the no. Lakers? I don't know. I don't know if I like I think that the Lakers could do it. I don't know if they're going to. I would say like I think like the Mavericks or the Clippers are gonna go. Interesting. What do you, what do you think about the Suns? Do you believe in them? I do believe in them, but I don't wanna like believe too early. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see a couple more games before I uh become a Suns fan. Okay, before you get on the Suns bandwagon. The, yeah. Like I'm like, what I know that like, like thinking back to last year when they played in the bubble and the Suns like showed up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my God, this team. Um so like I think they could do it, but I don't know if it's gonna be this year that they like got it. Secure the bag. Okay. Maybe maybe give it another year. Yeah, that's. I think some of the teams that like like I think the Nuggets like in a, within the next couple of years, I think the Nuggets are going to secure the bag. Also, um, I think the Lakers once LeBron retires, they're going to have a couple more bad seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know that's the the ebb and flow <laughs> of sports. You love to see nature in its natural cycle. There are definitely ebbs and flows of of who's good and who's not in every sport. It's just how it works. So, yeah, and it's great. Then each fan base gets a chance to like be the team on top, unless you know your team is just terrible. I was gonna say maybe not every fan base, but <laughs> a good chunk Almost. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone gets their day in the sun. Ninety percent of people get their day in the sun. The other ten percent are Browns fans. <laughs> True. <laughs> But their their day's coming soon. You can feel it. All right. Baker's gonna take them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but that's that's a too early prediction for that's way, way too early of a prediction. We're not even through the summer. We have to get through so many sports. Um for women's basketball, Sabrina Ionescu um is the youngest player in the WNBA history to get a triple double. So she's just out here crushing it with the Liberty. Um, they're playing right now as we record it. It's like, it's super exciting. And it's especially, so she was injured really early in the season last year. And now she's coming out and just like crushing it. And the season just started a couple weeks ago. So it's, I mean, like a week ago. Oh no, it's, we're at the end of May. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, so like it started two weeks ago and they have just come out looking really strong. Um, I mean, in general, a lot of the teams in the WNBA are looking really good. Wasn't she also the first Pac-12 women's player or Pac-12 player to get a triple-double? Or am I mixing that up with another record? No, she was – when she was playing college ball, she was like the first player, man or woman. and yeah, first basketball player. Yeah. Because didn't – Yeah. Didn't McKinley Wright get one this year? I think. There was some sort did. of there was some sort of issue where the media said that he was the first person, first Pac-12 player to do something, and then everyone was like, "Actually, like Sabrina already did this." Yeah. I think I don't know. I might be getting mixed up, but in general, obviously, she holds a lot of records in her sport. She yes, and she. I don't know if it speaks to her being or staying at Oregon for four years and playing all those years, but she is going to do some 
amazing stuff in the WNBA since she'll have more than just the four years of eligibility mm-hmm. um, now that it's her career. <laughs> um, so looking forward to see how seeing how that goes. Um, if for for basketball fans, their WNBA games pretty much like every night, every day. Um, so be sure to check them out. Um, the teams look really good. Pick your pick your favorite, and just run with it for the season until the the playoffs time. There you go. And then, yeah, like I, you know, I don't. There's not a WNBA team in Denver no. or in Austin, so I'm like, well, I'm just gonna root for whoever is playing. <laughs> like, I just want everyone to have fun. <laughs> Or their specific players. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'll root for Sabrina. I hope she does super well. I think she's going to change the game for women. Um, like she's really going to elevate like visibility. Um, and like I like Candace Parker a lot. So I think she's just a boss. <laughs> she, oh Definitely. my goodness. <laughs> and, and so like it's fun to see. And um, yeah, follow those storylines. That's, they're getting like national games and that is like step one to women's sports like being treated more equitably is that like people have access to watching them so people can't be like i can't watch this game we should not put women's sports like why does anyone care about these women's teams it's like well people are watching it and it's getting a lot of viewership so keep watching those games um another sport that may not have the viewership oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice unless nice, you live in canada nice segue. I know. I, like, that's the I don't word, think we have right? many okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's correct. Anyways, uh, NHL. Yeah. So as of now, two teams have advanced to round two. Uh, the Avs shut out the Blues. Let's go. Sorry, not shut out, swept. Got to get my terminology <laughs> straight. And then <laughs> the Bruins won their series against Capitals four one. So. That's what we've got right now. Been some some good games. I weirdly enough, I think of maybe becoming a hockey person. I don't know. I had two games on at once the other day, so that was very big for me. I still don't yeah, you are becoming a hockey person. I still don't understand the specifics of how everything works. But I know when someone scores. So <laughs> That's, I mean, that's more than a lot of people. Like, you've, you, most people wouldn't even know that there were two games on at one time, unless, again, they're Canadian <laughs> or from Minnesota. There's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's fun to watch. I still struggle with sports, though, where it's goal scoring. I, uh, I prefer basketball and football still, but for the higher scores. I mean, hockey is a good way to get there because it's always they're always moving it. It's like soccer, but faster. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of counterintuitive, though, because when you think about it, someone could argue, well, with basketball, they're scoring so much that it's kind of hard to pay attention throughout. And then oh. you could say, well, with hockey, they're not scoring very much. So that makes it hard to pay attention to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally picking up what you're saying. <laughs> Hopefully that makes that sense how I explained it. But. Different strokes for different folks. Some people like the stroke of a hockey stick. Some people want to see a basketball shot. And 
I mean, both I can, I can see your, your point, like how different people might perceive which one is like more engaging to watch, but maybe if they watch both enough, they just become a fan of all. Maybe. I don't know. If the abs win and they keep, if they keep winning, like many more people, I like to think more people will be like, I'm going to be a hockey fan because the abs are doing well. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That would be nice. I'm, that would be so dope. That would, oh man, that'd be awesome. So what's your game of the week? So my game of the week is the Fever versus the Aces um, WNBA game. We love to see it. They play later in the week. Well, I say later in the week and we are at the beginning of the week <laughs> um, right now. So they will be playing on Friday evening. Um, I, I think that'll be a fun Friday night game to watch. What is your game of the week? My game of the week is more a series instead of just one game, I guess. But Ooh, yeah. Yeah, as we're kind of having to choose basically with playoffs right now. Lakers Suns is what I'm kind of most intrigued by. Obviously, other than the Nuggets yeah. and Blazers series. But yeah. I just don't know. I'm like, are the Suns going to keep LeBron out? I I don't know. I'd be impressed. And then I would absolutely be like, the Suns are going to make it to the final. <laughs> like, they can do that. <laughs> yeah. They can do anything. First game was interesting, so I'm just intrigued by the matchup. That's my reasoning. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I think that's a good reason to pick it. I think that's, my very, they gave good reason. Very brief reasoning. Yeah, it works. What's your hot take of the week? All right, so I have a bone to pick with people who <laughs> listen to podcasts on Bluetooth speakers or in their car Ooh. at full volume. Ooh. I think it's a very who enjoys that honestly. Who wants to hear someone's voice that loud? It can't be enjoyable. I ooh, I can't even imagine like full volume in your car. Like you want podcasts to like that's how I like start the day. <laughs> like if I'm driving to work, I'll listen to like up first and I'm just like, "Oh, this is so peaceful." But at full volume, no one else needs to know what I'm listening to, and I'm sure people who listen to like the murder mm. crime podcast. <laughs> True crime, thank you. Um like, do you really want to listen to that at full volume? Yeah, out in the world in your car or even like on Bluetooth speed. Like I feel like podcasts it's like listening to some it is listening to someone talk. Oh my god. Um <laughs> That's how, yeah, that's how these work, yeah. Yeah, you know. And, like, for the most part, it's not like you're listening to, like, a stand-up comedy show or, like, like you can be listening to a comedian, but it's just not the same energy. So, like, listening to it, like, loudly <laughs> is just kind of odd. Just teasing, but, but there is something to that at the same time. I don't know. Like... It seems very stressful to listen to loud voices that are not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So the hot take is people who do that. Or that's their hot take is that they listen to podcasts really loud, like over Bluetooth speakers. People who do that are just the worst. <laughs> oh, 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But just had to, I don't know, just had to say it. That's it. Yeah. You know, I support it. I, I get it. Um, my hot take this week is also for like, um, it's not a hot take that I'm like, yes, I believe this, mm-hmm. um, or what I do. But so I am, my roommate, I should start with the beginning of the story. My roommate started going on dates again and I'm like, man, I should, I should get on hinge again and try dating again. Mm. <laughs> and mostly I'm like, yeah, this is the worst. <laughs> so I'm talking to this dude. And he's like, he references Glee. And I'm like, oh, you like Rachel Berry? And he's like, yeah, you, I'm glad you got the reference. An and I'm like, choice. Yeah. Yeah, yep. And so then it gets to where I'm like, oh, like, I just, I was watching Atlanta. And he's like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I tried to watch a few episodes and it was like kind of slow and I fell asleep and it was kind of boring. And I'm like, are you telling me that you think that Glee is a more <laughs> in, in, entertaining show than Atlanta from created by Donald Glover. Are you serious right now? That's a super hot take. That's such a bad take. I mean, this is going to sound sexist, but I guess it is. It's it's stereotypes, but especially for a guy to say that is very surprising to me. Right? Right. And so I had to text Arnold Woods, who I do culture check with, and we just did an episode talking about the TV show Atlanta. I'm like, dude, this guy was basically like, Glee is better than Atlanta. And he's like, I hope you said, I hope you told him to like, stop talking to me. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I didn't respond. I didn't know what to say. And also he like, he's like, I stopped watching it this episode where this thing happened. I'm like, that didn't happen. You didn't even make it to that episode. You weren't paying attention. You missed the plot. <laughs> I take it back. It's not even a gender thing. It's just a. It's just a quality thing. You right? It really, one hundred percent. It's a quality thing. It's just. It's yeah. Like these are not on the what same planet. Yeah, no. One is a show that like should be getting awards for just how like creative and awesome it is, and Glee was fine. <laughs> But, like, there was a teacher who, like, had weird feelings for students. And, like... Yeah, it was problematic. It was very problematic. (laughs) I also feel like people (sighs) just don't talk about Glee. Mostly they don't. You are correct. (laughs) I never watched it, so I don't... I don't know, but just in general, I feel like it's not something that comes up these days. I watched really? it. I loved Glee. And, yeah, I watched it in high school because me and my friend, Brenna, we mm-hmm. would, like, text each other while we'd watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, cute and funny. And, like, when I was in college, like, I'd watch it when I could and we'd, like, talk about it. But, like, I don't think I'd rewatch Glee. And there, again, there is not a universe where I'm like, yeah, Glee's a better show than Atlanta. Objectively. And I understand that there are two different types of shows. One is a very interesting and fun and well-written show. The other one is, like, fun, but, like, (laughs) it has so many issues. Dudes are out here with real hot takes on Hinge. It is. Uh, The streets of Austin are not a great place, let me tell you. (laughs) I'm looking forward to hearing more of your stories. (laughs) I'll have more. Um, And we can do it. We can get a glass of wine. What wine are you drinking this week? I had one recently called Maison, whatever. I'm not going to attempt to do a French accent, even though I took French for three years. But <laughs> number nine, Rosé. And it's, of course, great marketing because it's one of those bottles of wine where you look at it and you're like, that looks fancy. 
I like that calligraphy or whatever, that font. I'll try this out. And it's also a good wine. So there you go. But we're really getting into great summer happy hour weather. And it's a great happy hour choice. That sounds like a good one. What about you? We're in rosé season. I am going to pick another She Can. Um, We talked about them last week. That's a woman-owned winery. And... I'm going to go with their Island Citrus one instead of the rosé this week. It was very, like, light and fruity. It was a little fizzy. I wasn't expecting it. But I'm like, oh, this is like, you just hang out at the pool and drink this. And because it's in a can, you can take it to the pool. You can, because pools typically don't let you have glass containers. Correct. So, so it's a it's a good pool pick. Love it. What plugs do you have this week? For the use, listen to the Tailgate Society podcast. <laughs> you have options. We get that you are a diverse set of listeners. So there are diverse podcasts outside of ours to meet your needs. There's Bitter Units for our beer fans. There's Matinee Baseball for our sports movie fans. There's Old Man Strength for our old man fans and old men. Like, <laughs> and there's culture check for folks who want to hear about things from Harry Potter to Atlanta to um, Star Wars. Like, we do it all. Uh, it's like that uh, club. It has everything. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you have any personal plugs? No, I don't. Okay. Um, we can talk about a bigger than sports moment. Yes. So while the Jazz may not have won their actual game they are winning out in the community and they for each win this season they pledge to fund a full four-year scholarship for a utah high school student that is from an underrepresented group so they just uh kind of announced i guess their first scholarships for first 30 scholarships for high school students and it's just, it's so, the reactions are so cute. And they had players announce it with the kids on FaceTime or Zoom and whatnot. And it was just, I mean, that's a lot of money. And that's, it's just really cool to see. I also yeah. <laughs> saw a tweet that said, the Jazz are doing what Michael Scott never could. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really good. <laughs> like that a lot i like that so, so much it's so funny and that's so happy that they're doing it yeah it's a good good way to engage the community check it out they they put out a video a good video about it on the, their twitter account last week so we'll link that yeah we will do that um well that's all i have this week what about you i think that's good all right thank you all for listening we'll talk to you soon emily and emily Sports and courts.